Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges, and I'm here tonight with not Sarah, but with Chad. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Now, we teased last week that we that Chad and I were possibly going to do an Afterglow episode where after Sarah and I record that Chad and I would then share our thoughts on what was happening. We missed that deadline last week and now um, here we are before the episode. So we're going to do a little before the episode um, episode tonight. Uh, Tomorrow, Sarah and I will be recording. So um, we just watched the episode for the first time and we're just going to like lightly touch on some of the the topics like we would do after, but we're doing it before. So this is not an, like an after show. This is a pre-show. That's right. A pre-show. Though, pre-show after show, even though we've just watched the entire show. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I have my opinions on this, um, you know, this episode and what's going on currently in the Vanderpump Rules universe. So let's get into it. Okay. Okay. So... Um, this uh, episode continues off from uh, previously when they're in the club arguing and I feel like like already like just with this episode and the last I'm like very overwhelmed with this bachelorette bachelor party. Wait, it's- was this a club setting or was this a restaurant setting? The bachelorette party where it's beginning here, where they're sitting at. This is a, like a club or a, a it's restaurant. a restaurant. Okay, restaurant. Sorry. Okay, yeah, restaurant. But that's what I'm saying. Like you, it's easy to be confused because they've been in a club, they've been on a boat. They've. I mean, it's like, what is? Like, I would be exhausted after this trip. Are Brittany's um, friends from Kentucky there? Like her OG friends? Yes. Okay. I wonder how they feel in this whole mess of Kristen and Katie and Stassi and you know. This drama. I feel like every time I see them, like they're just looking on like horrified, like, uh, like when they're like having like a crazy fight about like, I, I'm sorry, like I won't, I won't be there for you. I don't know. I just think they couldn't care less about Brittany's new friends and, and what, what's, what's going on with their lives. But, um, yeah, Kristen, um, is still freaking out and melting down over the situation with Carter and, um, no, I mean, I understand where she's coming from. I think it's um, Holly put me up on girl game a while back and, and how friends operate typically where they don't want to see you happy, you know, so they, they, they want, they want to be in their relationships and, you know, Stassi's got her new relationship in her life. Um, Katie's married and, you know, Kristen's, you know, kind of going through her issues and um, they, uh, when, when, when that's going on, you know, women typically want to see one of their friends miserable or fighting with their boyfriend, right? Isn't that how it goes usually? I don't know. I mean, like when you say that, it sounds horrible and it makes it sound like I have horrible friends. And that's not always the case. Like you can obviously have like really good people in your life that are rooting you on. But there are those groups of friends like where like that it does happen. It is a girl thing and it does happen. And I truly think that this group of friends talking about the witches of WeHo have not grown out of this childish way of dealing with each other. It's always been and competing. The, it's always been the constant in this whole um, dynamic of the group. So let's just take them three, the witches of WeHo. Okay. Um, Stassi always had her issues, right? Um, Patrick, 
whoever she was with before kind of rotating in and out of, of guys and, and her relationship problems. And then it was with Katie, with Tom and her little, you know, problems with him cheating off and on. That was kind of minor, but you know, they still went through it. But all those times, there's always that person who's got a steady relationship, who's always looking down on the other two or the other one. It's crazy though. Like, as you just mentioned that, like none of them should be able to look down at any of them yet they do no i mean that's what Kristen said like come on uh you know katie i i was there when tom was you know cheating on you and you guys were having problems but katie was kind of offended by that she was a little pissed that Kristen said it uh, i don't think they went through as bad of a spell as most people do right i mean how, how major was that issue between tom and katie when he cheated on her yeah um well, I mean, I think that the reason that it went away was because she made it go away. Like she just quickly swept it under the rug and moved on. Like that's that's the only way to that's what I think Stassi's point was at the end of this episode where she was like, dude, you can just be with Carter if you want. Like we we don't care. Like the quicker that you just make the problem go away with this type of friend, the better that it is. Like it's it's like sharing too much yeah, you don't okay. you, you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. You perfect can't. i get it yeah, yeah yeah okay so katie is the type of person to say um you know yeah i have problems whatever but you're not going to talk about it you're not going to dwell on it and you're not going to uh, belittle my relationship let's just okay let's just move on we're not going to put a spotlight on it anymore even though there's issues or problems kristen's the type of person to overshare to constantly cry yeah. and talk about it and bring kind her of, personal life in there too And much. like Sheena is does this a lot too, where in one way you're like, it's so nice that they're able to share that. Like whenever someone shares something, I'm like, wow, that's very brave of them or, you know, whatever. But then also like I'm judging a little bit too. Well, yeah, well, they're leaving themselves open to major criticism. And that's all that these girls can really do is criticize, you know, um, they're friends, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kristen has got to stop. Got just stop with the sharing, and that's kind of what Stassi says in the end. You know, like I don't, I don't care if you're, you guys are doing whatever you do. If you want to be with them, be with them. Just you know, don't come to us with your problems anymore. I mean, Sarah and I will get into this more tomorrow, but um, jumping to the end of the episode, I. I liked how Stassi was talking to Kristen and I thought that that's exactly what Kristen needed to hear. Like Kristen, I mean, this is episode five. Is this five or four? Um, and this is five. she has gotten nothing from them this entire time. So it's about time that Stassi throws her a bone and says, I still want to be your friend, you know? Yeah. Well, it's time for Kristen just to, um, don't share so much. Just move on. Like do your thing, you know? Don't complain. You don't have a shoulder to cry on with these two. Um, what did you think about when Katie was like, shut up. Don't talk to me. Ah, ah, just real harsh. I like immediately flashed to like wondering if like, um, she's abusive. If Schwartz is like, you know, she's like, what you, what you, you wore your slides today. Don't talk to me. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just, I feel like he gets in trouble a lot. Yeah. There was a, um, you missed this uh, and I cannot believe I did not screen record it, but thank God someone did like get a screenshot 
but I should have recorded it. Um, she was doing a story on Super Bowl Sunday and she's like, Hey guys. And she was like in bed or some doing something lazy. And, um, she was like trying to like, she like moved the camera over to Schwartz and he did not want to be filmed. So he like ducked his head down, like covering his face, like literally curling up in a ball on the bed. And she would not like, she didn't get the hint. Like she did like four more stories of him just hunched over on the bed, either mad at her or not wanting to be filmed. But it was like literally the most awkward thing I've ever seen where it's like, this is not a great relationship. Yeah. She's kind of an abusive personality. And I think when she, you know, drinks that, that comes out, you know, that whole tequila Katie thing. But I think that's kind of her natural but, I mean, way of being. to be like fair to Katie, which I really don't care to be, um, you have to, I think that's how Schwartz has to be treated. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's how all of her friends, those are the types of people she just gravitates towards, right? Yeah. Like, she's or, treat or like, way. she does that to Schwartz and like Stassi does it to her. It's like a little like line. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we know that Katie loves um, being bullied by Stassi. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was, um, I just, that was kind of out of, just out of nowhere, just kind of harsh towards Chris. I think she's just being, she's just being way too hard on Chris. I don't know why Katie's getting so up in arms about this. I mean, maybe she heard the most complaining from Kristen out of anybody. Now, if that was your, um, your bachelorette, like dinner, would you be upset if you were Brittany? Like that they full on, like, like did a, an awkward fight right at your table in front of all your friends and family. I mean, like I said, I, I kind of expect it from them and that just goes along with the territory with the, if you're going to bring these three to your bachelorette party, expect that. I yeah. mean, if I was Brittany, I'd go to back to Kentucky for a bachelorette party and, and do it with my original friends, Yeah, you know, leave these girls at home. Uh, but she's got to bring them along. Obviously she has to film. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think it kind of took away from her, her bachelorette party. And you could kind of see her getting uh, upset and trying to tell them, hey, guys, you know, just calm down. It's my bachelorette party. They didn't really give a crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they. Uh, I think Brittany's um, sweet veneer is running a little thin, especially with them. They just don't seem to care about that kind of stuff. Well, um, it's it's funny, too. Like, if you compare... Like Brittany, everyone's like, she's so sweet. She's so nice. Brittany went like the girls accepted her right away. And if you think about it, she never really takes a side in a fight like this between Kristen and Stassi and Katie. She basically is just playing very neutral. She's like, you guys, I don't want you to fight. I understand Kristen. I also understand you guys. Like she's always very neutral Mm -hmm. and no one ever faults her for that. That's just Brittany being Brittany. She's so sweet. But you know who they do fault? Sheena. Sheena. Yeah. Sheena is not allowed to stay neutral. Otherwise, she's like a pussy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I I kind of hope that that does wear off of Brittany. You know that. But everyone's going to be really nice to her because it's her wedding right now, too. Yeah, she's mean, getting a pass. Look, everybody's nice to her and they they go with that sweet, neutral Brittany thing because I think because of her Southern accent, her Southern charms, you know. Like that, that, that buys her a little bit of grace. Okay. Um, also she's kind of on top right now with the wedding. That's another thing. Um, Sheena had a great season, season three. She was on top of everything. People were kissing yeah. her ass yeah. during that season You're right. too. You're right. Okay. But it runs a little deeper with Brittany. Like I said, it's the whole Southern type of charm thing. It's buying her a little bit of grace, 
but I think it's wearing off. I, I think she's going to run into some more problems in the future. She's not going to escape the drama. She's going to have um, issues with these people eventually. I mean, they have issues with everybody. It's coming for yeah. sure. I mean, you, you, okay, so James Kennedy is the problem, right? Yeah. You take him out of the equation. Now Kristen's the problem. Yeah. Take her out of the equation. Who's next? You know, yeah. they always find somebody to fight with. Yep, you're right. You know? Somebody's always on the chopping block. It's always targeted towards some some person. They target all of their uh, insecurities and issues on that one that one person. So I don't know. Brittany might be next. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah. Also, I don't think it's fair. What? Yeah. Exactly. Sheena does the same thing. She gets faulted for it. Uh, she's looked down upon. But how is Sheena different? Mm. Sheena has a little bit more controversy with her as well. You know what I mean? I'm actually also, I also feel like we could uh, filter into this Lala. She is starting to become like almost in like the Britney category of being protected and staying neutral. I mean, she, she calls it like she sees it a little bit more than, um, than Sheena and Britney, but I see her in that protected area too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what they did something. They did something, both uh, Brittany and Lala. They did something to kind of bulletproof themselves. Yeah. I feel like they just kissed ass very hard to Stassi and Katie. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, it's, you're going to, they're going to find themselves in the crosshairs. Eventually you can't, you can't stay on the outside of that wrath for so long. You know, it only lasts, you know, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's something to, to think about. I want to see where that eventually goes. Everybody keep your eyes on Lala and Brittany and their relationships with these girls in the future. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, they, um, they continue off to a strip club and speaking of a strip club, um, I wanted quickly to talk about a sponsor that we have this week and, um, it ties perfectly into this talking about Valentine's day. Is it now, a strip club? No. Do you have a Valentine's day plan for me? Oh yes. Um, maybe a tr- another trip to Tom, Tom, uh, maybe like a pub crawl to uh, a sir and then, uh, I don't know, maybe pump after that. No, no, no. I'd say the Valentine's Day special would be Villa Blanca. That's Valentine's Day. Ugh, no. Style. No? No. Um, we'll think of something. We'll think of something. Okay. Well, for everyone else who is thinking about Valentine's Day, um, it will be here before you know it. And time is running out to send your Valentine a one-of-a-kind, memorable, unexpected gift. If you want to wow your Valentine this year, send them bite-sized cupcakes from Baked by Melissa. Okay, you guys, I received this box in the mail and I flipped out. First of all, it's an adorable box when you open it. Like it's decorated and you open it like it opens from the top like a deluxe gift. And inside are the most adorable, cutest little cupcakes, bite-sized. So it's like a one-bite deal. And there's all different kinds. There's white chocolate cookie. There's red velvet. There's milk chocolate. um, There's vegan. There's gluten-free options. All kinds of different um, decorations, whatever you want. And um, what I really liked about this is I feel like it's such a unique gift to send. Like, 
I always try to tell Chad to send me something that will make everyone jealous in the office. And obviously like a big bouquet of flowers makes everyone jealous, but it's also very like basic. Like everyone's going to get flowers. They're all going to be roses and whatever. The second that I saw this box, I was like, oh my God, I want to send this to all my friends like that work in offices because they will open this and everyone will be jealous because everyone, you can pop open the box Everyone can come over and have a cupcake and stand at your desk and go, that was nice and like walk away jealous. It's very different actually. Yeah. And I was very, very pleasantly surprised when I saw it, it was packed so perfectly. Um, it, it came cu- with, it came with ice. Yeah. It came with the, with the dry ice and like it's literally fresh baked cupcakes and like, it's not like packaged all disgusting where you like have to unwrap each one or something and it's super fresh. Um, so I mean, it was packed very, yeah, it was packed beautifully and the assortment was great. Um, it's, it's, it was lined up, um, you know, like a perfect little cupcakes. It was a really, really unique. I like and it. honestly, like today, Chad and I went to Crystal Court, which is like South Coast Plaza for those of you who live around here. Um, it's like a big, like, you know, luxury mall. And, um, I went into paper source, um, and there was like some cute gifts for like my friends. Like maybe there was... I don't know. I was looking at like a couple mugs, you know, it was like 1795. And then Daisy had to get a balloon. She got this like ridiculous balloon. It's a little Norwal and it says happy Valentine's day. So I was like, I could get that for like my friends with like a little mug. Do you know how much the balloon was that we got Daisy today? It was nine ninety five, and then $8 for helium. Wow. So I'm sorry, but that is a ripoff. And I would much rather send this gift that looks like I'm so thoughtful. I planned ahead. It arrives where it needs to arrive. It's like, you guys, I'm serious. This is like a really cool thing. So this Valentine's Day, send your loved ones the perfect gift, Baked by Melissa. Go to bakedbymelissa.com and use promo code pumpers to get 15% off your order. Take advantage of this special offer for our podcast listeners. That's 15% off bakedbymelissa.com promo code pumpers. Now I would get on that quick. You guys don't have a lot of time left for Valentine's Day. Even though it seems like you have, you know, a lot of time, it's going to come up very Seriously. Quickly. And like, just go to the website and look at how cute it is. And honestly, like for the price, you can send this to your friends and like be the hero of the day. Definitely a a unique idea. Very different. Yeah. Okay. So back to, back to the episode, what else do we want to touch on before we wrap this up? And yeah. Okay. So strip club shenanigans, the, the dressing up as old man. And we don't want to get into that, right? We kind of want to, yeah, we'll wait to do that with Sarah. Okay. So the, there was, um, a little bit of a confrontation between, um, the two Toms, right? They're, uh, uh, Ariana gets into the, um, the problem mix, at yeah. hand, right? She gets into the mix. She lets it slip to Katie that Tom, uh, Schwartz may be the problem here. Or she alluded to that, right? That she wasn't clear, but Katie had to blow it up and, and get, you know, super offended and, and, and go back to, to Tom and let him know that he may be the problem. So Tom, goes to confront T Sandy and ask, you know, Hey, what's going on? And I found it strange because, um, Ariana stayed for the whole conversation. Do you think that was a little out of place? You think she should have given them their space? Like if two friends are fighting, should the, the girlfriend or the wife be in the room while they're hashing it out? 
Um, I felt I I totally felt the same thing, but I feel like with T Sandy in particular, he runs like so hot that like things truly could have got out of hand. So I felt like she was staying there for him and also for Schwartz, like to kind of like a moderator. She was Yeah, because you know, they were drunk and that way there was like another witness in case like feelings really got hurt. Like at, at first I was like, Ariana, get out of there. But then I'm glad that she was there. It's kind of like a divorce. Uh, what do they call it? Divorce court. No. <laughs> There's a person that comes a in. Mediator. When, mediator. There you go. Yeah. What did I call it? An auditor? I don't know. Moderator. Yeah. Mediator. Yeah. It's like a divorce mediator. So, you, you know, someone's there to make sure it doesn't get out of hand. Okay. So I guess she knows how to handle them both. But, you know. Tom Schwartz is very pragmatic also. He he was basically saying he brings the heart and soul and Tom T. Sandy, you know, looks after the finer details and they kind of admitted that they were both at fault here. I, I still don't think Tom wants to admit or or give any sort of leniency to Stasi here because whatever I think what Stasi did was disrespectful going around him. She knew what she was doing. She didn't want to deal with him. She doesn't have a relationship with him. So she, you know, he backdoored him, basically. I I don't agree with that. I just, I feel like, why does she have to tell both? I mean, it, uh, I mean, yes, she did go around, but, like, it just seems ridiculous to have to, like, alert, like, every single person that works there. No, I mean, but what's the point, then, of them becoming investors and the face? I mean, their names are literally the name of the business, if they're just, you know, that was the point. It's just the name. Like that is literally what Lisa's paying them. Yeah, for. but Lisa kind of alluded to something more. Like, that it could be more. Like yeah, that it could be more. That like you, I'm testing you. You're buying into something at a, at a small uh, portion right now, but as your work grows, as your investment in the comp and this company grows, you may become bigger you may hold bigger stakes in this business right so based on that what you said right there like the fact that she didn't tell t sandy like hurt his ego and so that's that's what's going on no i think it hurt his his uh his brand i would say like if he's trying to build i hate that word too i'm just trying he's trying to build his reputation in this business and this being his the uh his namesake business right mm -hmm. he's trying to build his reputation in it so he's trying to build his his dominance in this business he's you know he can't have uh customers uh no let, uh, scratch that you can't have workers coming in and disrespecting you you can't have uh vendors trying to take advantage of you know you got to establish like a dominant presence like yeah. lisa she doesn't let people just walk all over her she fires people you know what I mean? She handles her business. Mm -hmm. That's the way you grow and that's the way you become successful. So if Tom is just sitting back and he's like, ah, just let everybody else handle it or, you know, I'll let the cast members come in and just throw their parties and do whatever. And, you know, I take a backseat to that. Then he's just going to get, you know, rubbed out. He's just going to get walked all over. That's what I, I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much into this. No, I, I actually think that is what he was mad at. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I think that's, it's just like insane that he took it like to that level that he was being disrespected. Like, I, no, I, I really think that's how he was thinking. And you don't think that that's what was happening? You don't think that that's what 
Stasi was doing. No, I, I think that I truly think that it boils down to he's feeling the pressure that like this Tom Tom thing is all that he has going on. And yeah, if he loses control of that, then what does he have left? Stasi has her book. She's having her book signing. You know, um, I feel like T. Sandy knows he's not on the train of like being in the Stasi success lane uh-huh. and he, and on top of not being in that lane he's not even friends with her but schwartz is and like she's pulling him along but she's leaving out t sandy uh-huh. so he it's like the tom of tom tom part of tom tom is like being included in that but he wasn't so i get it like i truly think like his ego got hurt in all of this well i mean so you could take there's two routes you could take you could take the stasi route or you could take the Lisa Vanderpump route. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not talking about the Lisa Vanderpump now. I'm talking about the Lisa Vanderpump five or six years ago, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Business mm-hmm. Lisa Vanderpump. Okay, mm-hmm. she's very successful. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be a Stasi or would you rather be a Lisa? I'm talking about where Stasi is now and where Lisa was ten years ago. Stasi. Okay. Yeah, that's a more gratifying, immediate. Uh, uh, gratification, uh-huh. right? And yeah. that's what people want. They want success now and that type of success, like rock star success, mm-hmm. right? Lisa probably put in more time and built her business over years and years, very hard work, probably lost a few restaurants along the way and whatnot. Um, I think Tom was wants to go that route. He wants the more legitimate road, mm-hmm. but now he's seeing that that's going to be a long, hard road. And Stasi's getting this kind of instant gratification, rock star success. So yeah, maybe he's a little jealous of that. I don't know who wouldn't be. Yeah. I don't, I, I just, I, it just seems like it's something more than just like you didn't book through the pop proper channels. Like what? Like the whole thing just seems ridiculous. No, I think, I think it was that exactly what I just think it was that I think it was, Hey Stasi, I'm trying to build, a business here, brick by brick, go the legitimate route. And you know, you're just going off on easy, uh, overnight success, yeah. you know, doing your thing with reality shows and merchandise and all that stuff. He's trying to build a more legitimate business. I think it's frustrating. And I think, you know, in today's world, it's probably not the, well, no, and I, and I, and I think that that is what he's been doing. He's been trying to be like the Lisa of the group, like working really hard and showing up every day and being there. And like, you know, Lisa's always there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you have Schwartz who doesn't care. And like, he is then being praised for booking Stassi's podcast tour book signing thing. And then, like, suddenly they're seen as equal when he's been there busting his butt the whole time. Like, there's, I think there's just a lot of built-up resentment because mm-hmm. he's trying to, yeah, he's trying to do the right thing. Yeah. I mean, Tom picked out the sconces and, the, you know, arranged the menu, and the glasses and all that stuff, right? He tried. He yeah. tried, but Lisa didn't really allow that. She didn't. Uh, and and Nicolaine had his own design ideas. Ah, uh, Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. Sometimes hard work doesn't pay off, kids. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Take so, the easy way out. So what are you thinking about the new cast? Oh, kind of uh, uh, painful to watch, you know? It's not flowing well for you. No. Um, the girl with her dead eye stare, 
I kind of like that. I think it's cool. Dana? I'm mesmerized by that. Yeah. Like how she could sit, stay so like focused. Like she would win at a staring contest. Yeah. Right? I like that. I think it's funny. But I'm not really amused, really. I'm not into it. It's just... But I I think the girl talking about it was hilarious. That that new manager, whatever yeah. her name was. Danica. Danica. Sorry, guys. I'm getting used to the names. Um, she's like... Her, you know, razor sharp stare could convince you that what you're, what she's saying is, is correct. But, you know, two seconds later, I realized that, you know, she's full of it. Um, cause she was, you know, saying we're cool. Me and Max are cool. Don't worry about it. Um, but then once, once again, we go to the whole point of girl fighting, uh-huh. right? mm-hmm. girl fighting. They want to see somebody else be unhappy in their relationship right so this girl comes up to um danica right the blonde danica dana dana uh so who's the other one danica yeah danica i know those damn names are so close (sighs) okay so she comes up to her i'm just gonna say uh, uh the eyes the eyes girl okay she comes up to the eyes girl and says you know hey max is kind of like a pos you know he's like gonna totally like hook up with your friends and you know, he's just a perv. Um, so I, I'd watch out for that. And, you know, she's like, why is she telling me this? Like, you know, two days ago, she didn't even want to be my friend. She wasn't even giving me any eye contact. Now she's trying to give me love advice. Like, what for exactly? Yeah. So she has a little powwow with Max. And he's like, dude, they just want to, you know, crap all over me. So they have something to talk about. They don't care about you. So I wouldn't worry about that. I wouldn't listen to her. So he might be running game. But, I mean, this girl over here might be trying to pull the whole, you know, I mean, fight stuff. Speaking from my own personal experience, there is nothing better than when you're dating a guy and there's drama and you get to go to him and tell him and be like, do you know what so-and-so said about you? Like, I live for that. Like, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Like, anytime anyone would say anything about you, like, I, I it made me... it if someone like criticized you or anything and made me like you more. <laughs> okay. So like, <laughs> so I, wait, wait, what do you like? So you like being the girl that is with the guy who everyone's talking crap on, or do you like to be the girl who's talking crap on the guy that you're, or like the girl that's warning all the other girls about this guy. You don't want to be that one, right? That one just seems a little bitter, right? She's the bitter one. Yeah, no, I want to go to the guy with the drama that, and be like, listen to this now. And, the, and I want the guy to like explain away everything that they're saying. So Dana is enjoying this. Yes. She's like, me and Max are going to... Oh, she gonna, totally has a heart on for it. We're like, yes. ride or die. Yes. You can tell. You can see it. F all these other people. They don't know what we have. Yes. Okay, cool. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the drama. That's the, you know thing that's going on with them but i mean i don't know the new cast is like whatever they haven't proven themselves i'm still waiting to see what's going on in miami right now what's going on at the bachelor it was party? it was a lot like it was like the bachelor bachelorette party was a lot and then we're going back to sir and lisa's getting an award and then pride is coming and then james kennedy is gonna finally come back it was just like i felt um th- this the last couple episodes like i've actually felt dizzy after watching them because they're switching the storyline so quick and like they're expecting it to come together, but they're rushing it. I can't wait for James to come back though. Finally. Finally. But 
you can tell that they're teasing that and everybody must want that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would they? Yeah. Cause why else would they wait three or four or five episodes in? Yeah. Everyone's to, begging for James to reintroduce him. So he's obviously a draw or they wouldn't have done that. He would have been in the first episode doing whatever he does. That's right. You know, but they wait. So we know their game and they obviously are doing this on purpose. So, um, yeah, so new cast, meh, we'll have to wait and see what happens, but I'm waiting to see James next week. That's going to be a good one. Um, so yeah, the Tom's patch it up, you know, they go their ways, whatever. Um, there's really nothing, you know, nothing else to talk about on that side. I, I mean, Tom may rehash it with Stasi, but I mean, who cares? Um, so, uh, they, what do they do next? Um, then they, they go to the beach the next day and like, they're like trying to get there or they're trying to get like their makeup off because it's like so permanent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're just, yeah. They go to a, the beach, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I mean, so Stassi talks to Kristen. Yeah. We kind of talked about that already. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like the episode was just bleh for me. Yeah, it wasn't that exciting. I mean, the the highlights were um, Tom and Tom's little powwow and um, and Kristen. Know, like and Kristen, really. Like thank God Kristen was in this episode because it brought some like some good depth to the episode. Yeah, I just don't think she's she's not getting a fair shot, and she should definitely. Stop telling these girls her problems. I mean, they just don't want to hear it anymore. Obviously, they don't yeah, care. Yeah. You know, so get back with Carter. Do what you want. Do what you want to do. You know, that's that's your business. I mean, you got a, a, a home now. He's Apparently, um, at the at the Super Bowl party this weekend, she was with a new dude. Ah, okay. All right. So I guess so, she's, she's moved on a bit. She's moving on. Unless Carter's still there, like he's tending to her home while she's out. Yeah, she's like watching. Thing. He's like watching the dogs while she's on a date. <laughs> that sucks. Um, okay, you guys. So that's it for this little episode. This is just kind of like a warm up version for Sarah and I, who are recording tomorrow. So thank you so much for listening to this, and thank you for listening to our next episode. Please listen. Um, as always, if you could give us a five star review, that would be so amazing and help us so so much. Thank you to everyone who has already done that. Um, and we will be back tomorrow and then Chad and I will be back after the episodes. I feel like that'll be so much more fun. We can comment on some of the stuff that me and Sarah like started going off on and, um, really hit on those points. And I think it'll really be a fun little weekly segment. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be the real after show this time. Yeah. The real after show. Okay. You guys, thank you so much. And we, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.